Green Divas and Green Dudes come in many shades of green. Here to help you discover and celebrate your personal shade of green are hosts Green Diva Meg and Maxine Margot, veteran radio chicks who share important news about climate change and the plight of human existence, but somehow manage to make most of it fun and sexy using at least 50 shades of green. then it's time to incorporate the EnviroClean system. Utilizing patented technology, the EnviroClean system safely and effectively neutralizes toxins without leaving behind harmful VOCs. From the solid and upholstered surfaces that surround us, to the clothes we wear, to the very air we breathe, EnviroCleanse provides personal environment protection for everyone. Use code GREENDIVAS to get 20% off site-wide at EnviroKLENZ.com. Well, hey, everyone. Hey, I'm so glad that you've uh, turned us on today because we have a very special Fifty Shades of Green Divas episode for you. Mm, Fifty Shades. Mm. (laughs) Fifty Shades. Uh, Anyway, we have special guests in the studio today, and we'll get to that in just a minute, and you will get to hear all the goods. All the goods. But uh, I just want to, like, give a little shout-out. To okay. our social media thing, mm-hmm. because we are. We're, we're, we're active out there with Twitter and uh, Facebook and all that fun stuff, and we really appreciate interacting with everybody. Right. Tweet us. We, tweet. We, we have definitely places where you can tweet. What are they? Oh, well, there's Fifty Shades of GDs. Uh-huh. There's at The Green Divas, Green Diva Meg. Mm-hmm. And at The Many Shades of Green. Or actually, it's at TM Shades of Green, to be exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just want to kind of put that out there because uh, we were, I always forget to do it otherwise. Yeah, well, that's the key to getting the word out. So it's, yeah. it's crucial. We want to get the green word out and the word that we have to take care of this planet. And the only way to do that these days, or the main way, is through social media. So It, it is a yeah. huge way to amplify the message. Right. But another way is our, our special guest today, who is with us in this roasting studio. <laughs> there is climate change right here <laughs> yeah. in there, the studio. There sure is. We're worried about the world. Let's get it in Parsippany. You know. Oh, uh, man. Sorry, yeah. guys. We had to turn off the air conditioning because otherwise you would just hear this. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. So we're, we're dealing. We all stripped down here. Yeah. That's what happened. It's like not strip poker. It's yeah. strip podcast. Strip, strip, <laughs> strip podcast. No, that's the way. Yeah, I see do. a layer coming off here. Yeah. Already, the layer's coming off. Your see that? Pretty soon, I'm going to take off. No, I'm not going to take off my shirt. <laughs> I promise. Uh, and I don't even. Not even wearing my green bra. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the third voice you hear, just so you know, is the beautiful Ellie Lesson. <laughs> um, yeah, and we also have another. Uh, uh, we have other special guests special who are not guests. on mics. Right, we have uh, we have Jumpin' Jay Leslie, an amazing sax player and part of the Tokens, Janana, various groups. He's rocking. He's amazing. And and we got Elfie, 
Elfie, uh, I'm gonna. We have to take a picture Elfie, of these three because they're adorable. Elfie is ensemble right here. <laughs> Elfie I'm is a uh, what a breed? Dog. What breed of dog is Elfie? He's a Chinese crested hairless dog, and he's 16. God bless him. Yes. So 16. he is. He's he's an he's an amazing. He's 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 got a, a whole story behind him, which we'll maybe post at some point. If they send us a little info on Elfie, because he's he's really cool and really cute. So Ellie's here today partially to talk about, other than visit and have fun, because we are, Mm -hmm. but but to talk about her experience with climate reality, uh, she's a climate reality presenter, but also she's part of Pachamama Alliance. Alliance. So we're going to learn about, if you don't know about either of those things, climb out from under the rock and we're going (laughs) to let you know. Right, and just a little about Ellie, I mean... She has a, a company called The Lesson Group, and they do special events, corporate events for, you know, nonprofit events, and she's been doing that for, for, for many, many years. And with that, she has also now a spark that's been within her for since her childhood uh, is, is to get the message out about we need to save the planet or keep it clean or, or, or get people to be proactive in, in doing what they need to do to to have future generations breathe clean air. And so she's been involved with, as Meg said, the Climate Reality, Reality Project and Pachamama, and she went to South America. She went to the rainforest. She's been around. <laughs> uh, so with that, what was your kind of aha moment? Like what brought you to the green side? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, you know, like most of us, when you're children, you're fascinated by anything. You go outside, you look at things, you want to touch a butterfly, you're curious. And when I was a young girl, I was very lucky to have a mother and a father who took us camping, who showed us all about nature, and parents that were awed by nature loved it. So I grew up appreciating that and also loving animals and having animals. And actually, you know, it's funny, because when I grew up in Los Angeles or in L.A., Orange County was all oranges. Mm. Now it's cement and yeah. a lot of buildings. And, and orange haze. And, and orange haze, but, but... Not purple haze, orange haze. Yeah, but uh, my father, I think, first uh, piqued my interest. I remember driving with him when I was about 15 or 16 years old. In the car now, the L.A. basin, right, was mm-hmm. famous for its smog. You might remember, right? You would, I, you would see it from the. I mean, if you're driving, you can see the smog. You can see it in the downtown. You can see it. I mean, when I I've been going there since I was like seven or eight years old, mm-hmm. and you you can see the air some, sometimes. I mean, a lot, especially in the summer when there was reverse air pot things going on, and it was yuck. <laughs> well, when I first was there, when I was a young child, it was pretty clear. But by the time I was 16, it was it was not just a slight haze. It was like it was uncomfortable to breathe. Yeah. And I remember once, as maybe 15 or 16 years old, I was driving with my dad and the sunset was coming up and the sun was setting and the, the, it, the sky was so beautiful. The colors were so amazing. And I said, oh, daddy, look at that beautiful sunset. And he said to me, well, actually, he said, what you're seeing 
is the waning sun's rays trying to make it through all of the car exhausts uh, that are trapped in the Los Angeles basin. So although I agree it's very beautiful, (laughs) it's poison. And he talked to me then about the fact that regulations were being created that were going to be put in place that would cause emissions to be less. So now I was woken up. And over the years, I actually saw it get less and less and less. And California is doing an amazing job, as we all know. Yeah. You know, Jerry Brown is amazing. Right. So so the love of the universe and everything mm-hmm. came from your dad, who also used to love looking at the stars. And, and you had, you know, a lot of experience with uh, your dad in in awe of the cosmos in general and, and yep. just all that he all that's t- out there. You he know? used to take us on stargazing parties and we would go up as a family up to the top of I don't know what mountain, meet other people so inclined, and he would set up his telescope and we would all look at the cosmos and he taught us so much. I'm so grateful to him. Spanning back to, to now where you're 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 being an eco warrior in a way. <laughs> uh, you're you're going through the the trenches literally. Yes. I mean, you were down uh, on a, on a trip recently to the rainforest. Uh, can you give us uh, a little bit of what you experienced there? What an experience that was! It is really something, I guess, for us Americans to imagine being in a place, or, or somebody like myself who spends much of the time in New York City, not to be able to pick up the phone and call in dinner. Right or or go to the market, um, go to D'Agostino's, pick something up. To be in a place where you are completely connected to the earth, because it it is what gives you sustenance. Yeah, it's the source there. It yeah. is totally the source, and you know that and you feel that immediately. I mean, we flew into we went to Quito. And then we flew to a small town on the edge of the rainforest. And then we got into small plane and flew over the rainforest with no roads. I mean, it looked like you were looking at the top of, imagine broccoli, you know, mm-hmm. you just the top of the trees. And after about an hour of seeing just that and the Amazon River, I don't know how many hundreds of miles, mm-hmm. how far we went, the plane dipped and there was a small runway, and in we came, and standing on that side of the runway were members of the Achuar Indian tribe, which are an indigenous tribe that have been there for a thousand years, and were actually just recently contacted by modern man when oil companies started to come in because they wanted to extract the oil. That's so, a story that's We've repeated. met some of the women that are the indigenous women who are really right, uh, who fighting this. Literally, yeah. and they, they were, you know, at the UN, I know you've done things at the UN, the, the weekend summits. Right. Uh, right. All the women from all over the world are there, and they were telling us of tales that are unbelievable. Seriously, the, the, how they're fighting these oil companies, literally, physically, trying to stop them from tearing down the trees in the Amazon. And it's just mind-boggling. This goes on. No one has a clue. Everyone's focused on our current blunderhead, and no one is looking beyond anything. Well, but there, I mean, there are people who are, obviously, but it seems like 
the big the the outer world is just not being reported. Well, we're doing that right now. Right, mm-hmm. and that's and why the, we have little. That's why we have green, chicky radio here. You know, uh, and, and Pachamama Alliance is. I uh, can't say enough about it. It would be like I was talking about a friend that I loved. Mm-hmm. I am so honored. I am so delighted to be involved with them. And uh, please, anybody that's listening, Pachamama, P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A, Alliance. Pachamama's Look one word. Up. Alliance. Yeah, Google it. It is such an extraordinary organization doing amazing work out really making a difference. And by the way, Pachamama means Mother Earth. Their area is approximately 2 million acres of rainforest, okay? And they had not been contacted. But there, were tri- there are tribes, they live great distances from one another, but they do connect with each other, and they... They do know what's going on. So the uh, Achuar people, who are the tribe that we visited, was aware that the oil companies were coming in and had literally devastated some of the communities. And they did a very interesting thing. They're a dream culture. They're very inter- It's all about intuition. It's all about listening to your dreams. They're a dream culture. And shortly after this started happening, the shamans in the tribe started having dreams about knowing that they couldn't win the big oil companies. They could not fight them. And what they had to do was they had to reach out to the modern world and find people with a heart who loved Pachamama, Mother Earth, and that they had to create conversation and community. They, they weren't going to back down. They knew they couldn't win a fight. And so they knew they had to reach out to the modern world. So Pachamama Alliance is an alliance between indigenous people and members of the modern world, which is why I went down there, because it's taking the very best in terms of our smarts and the technologies and all the good stuff that the modern world has had and mixing it with the indigenous wisdom, which is extraordinary, to come up with solutions for our planet. Mm-hmm. The wisdom. I, I would imagine that the, the elders within you know, that particular culture have to have amazing thoughts on, on what's going on. I mean, they must know. They must feel what's happening because... This climate is changing, and they're they're feeling it, and they know it, and that's probably why they went. It's it's not going to be just us. We need to get other people. Well, so th- that's beautiful. That's exactly that's exactly what happened. One of the things, as I said, they're a, a, a dream culture. One of the things that they talked about and asked the original founders to do was not only help them in terms of the oil companies. But they had a bigger <laughs> goal in mind for them. This is really awesome. I want you to think about this. What they said was that the modern world was having a very bad dream. Mm-hmm. Okay? Wow. One, <laughs> yeah. right? That we, the modern world was having a very bad dream. One of where somebody has to win, where somebody loses. One of exploitation, 
uh, one of throwing things away, one, one of always wanting more, 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 more money, more things, more stuff. And this dream that the modern world was having was completely out of sync with Mother Nature. So they said to my friend Lynn Twist, who is co-founder of Pachamama Alliance, yes, we look forward to working with you, but we also would like to ask you, will you go back to the modern world? Will you change the dream Mm. of the modern world? And so that is literally my my quest. That's your mission. That is my mission. To change the dream of the modern world. To change the dream of the modern world. It's an awesome mission. It's an awesome mission, right? And if we look at it and really think about it now, almost in, you know, we, we can think about this administration, and I could go off on a riff. We can all, we can all do that. We could do that. Sure. We can do that. But how about this? What if, in fact, there's this sudden groundswell of opportunity and people becoming very active, mm-hmm. not in spite of the crisis that we find ourselves in with this administration's but rather maybe because of it. Mm -hmm. Maybe people are waking up. Maybe people are getting in touch with what really matters. Oh, I I think think that is happening. That is happening. I have have written about that. We've talked about Mm -hmm. it. I think that there is the potential, and it it seems to be happening for this really big awakening. Yes. Talk about waking up from a nightmare, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wait a minute. Who was driving you mean, the bus? You mean the sleeping lion is going to be awake soon? <laughs> oh. Bit of boom, boys. Oh, that was cute. That was cute. Right? Also, my bros and for Jay right here. Oh. I had to, had to be punny. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, you, you have to look at, look at it in a different way because, because people are walking around psychologically depressed because yes. of what's happening. Yes. But when you see the, the, the woman's march and you see people immediately going, you know, to protest or immediately, you know, calling their senators and Congress people, th- that didn't happen before because the complacency was just there. I mean, people were complacent. They went through their lives. They drove their cars. They went to work. They, you know, but never looked at the, what I said before, the, the bigger picture. You know, it, it was very... Me, 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 me. Now I think, me, 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 ma'am, now maybe it'll be we, you know, exactly. and bringing the we in is what is, is what's important. Well, I'm imagining most of the indigenous folks that I've learned about around the world, one of the common things, the threads that they pull through is this sense of connectedness to each other, to the planet from the rocks and trees and mushrooms to the animals and all of it. Oh, yes. And I think that taking it from me to we is a huge step that, well, one of the things we try to do here is focus on the positive. Because it's so, I mean, you could just hammer away at all the negative things out there. Right. But And, and we will, you know, talk about the things as, as, as they are here or whatever, talk about the problem, but we back it up with some solution or some kind of hope. And we're always looking for that because otherwise it really is over. In fact, I had a discussion. We have to connect Ellie, and we were going to try to do it tonight, but it Mm -hmm. didn't work, to Harriet Sugarman, Mm -hmm. Climate Mama. You may have heard of her. but (laughs) Climate uh, Mama, fantastic. She's awesome, one of our favorite green divas. And uh, she and I got together this week, and I haven't even told you about this yet. But we've decided that we're going to put together – 
a retreat at my new vacation home, which is not my vacation home, but it feels like I'm living in this kind of paradise. And it, and it lends itself well to a little workshop. So one of the things we're talking about is doing a workshop for women who are on the front lines, who are working in this all the time, who are hammered with news day in and day out to, to talk about, give us, you know, a little bit of a forum where mm-hmm. we can have a day. Oh. I'm going to feed you delicious, healthy food. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to meditate and we're going to laugh and we're going to, you know, goof around in nature because I've got lots of that going on. <laughs> and kind of give ourselves the space to say, like, yeah, this is painful. This is hard. And then move past it, well, at least for a day. So Green know? Diva Ellie has to come. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. oh She's no. On but, board. Yeah, yeah, but listen, not only that, what I'd love to do, okay, one of the programs, the uh, Pachamama Alliance has a program, which the title of which will now make sense to you, Changing the Dream, Awakening the Dreamer. Oh, yeah. It's their initial program, which I now lead. Cool. And let's do one. If we're going to have a whole day, let's do one, okay? Because that's what we're doing. We are awakening and we are changing the dream. And I want to say something, and this is, it's interesting that you brought, brought this up. It's, I, I love this. Uh, because what I really wanted to talk about today was that we have to create a new story, mm-hmm. one of possibility, one where we, uh, you know, I, I actually did a little research, and I'm looking at this little pile I have here. I actually found a list of good news. Yeah, yeah, right. We, we and, need it. And we need to read it because we are being fed negative news News that shuts us down, mm-hmm. right? Breaking news. <laughs> if I see the term breaking news is starting to break my head at Well, this and point. there's I mean, a lot of natural disasters that mm-hmm. are breaking through, and it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, to feel if you're remotely empathic and compassionate yep. and you care right. uh, and you are connected to other people on the planet, you cannot help but feel the pain of people in Mexico, of uh, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico and Florida or whatever. Right. You can't help it. I also, again, think, and it's tragic that it has to come to this, that seeing those kinds of things makes people wake up to the fact that weather is changing. Right? It's not that, it's not that the, the warm weather created the hurricanes, but it's the warm water, the conditions it enhances, for powerful... Yeah. Hurricanes mm-hmm. and the kinds of you know one in every five hundred years or one of in every hundred years hurricanes that we are getting now, they're affecting, they're affecting us. Of course, and we are all aware of it now. So, in or what we need to do, what I wanted to talk about today was actually talk about changing the story, telling stories that support us, that energize us that are good news because that's one of the things that I have learned by being around Pachamama. And one of the things, surprisingly, I learned about being around Al Gore for three days Mm -hmm. and three days with climate scientists. Yeah, I was going to ask that question. They really have solutions. We we are ready. What's Al Gore like in person? You know what? If he had been like he is in person when he was a presidential candidate, he would have won. He's fantastic, brilliant. He's got this information down. He's totally committed to it. He can speak to it. I mean, he can speak with... He could speak with a scientist who's an expert on soil erosion and go deep and granular with him. 
you know, you really see that this is somebody that is knowing, knowing knows this. Right. It's not BS. Yeah. Totally not BS. So what is he? What what word is in your mind after going? I know you went for training. Yes. Is what word do we need to get out? Hopeful. You know, yeah, because said, if we're if we're really despairing, yeah. then you just give up, right? Right. Or if you're cynical, yeah, then you do nothing either, yeah. or so, you become a victim. A yeah. vic- but for, when in the training with Al Gore, he he starts things off. First, he asks three questions: Must we change? Can we change? Will we change? So you know, you can imagine the mm-hmm. slideshow. You can imagine the must we change? Which, of course, the answer is yes, right? And can we change? This is the part that's so inspiring. We have things in place. We have technologies in place. Well, you think about some of these young people, that are teenagers yep. that are coming up with solutions, which, right. thank God. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're all ready to go. The solar industry is like going gangbusters, and the price for it is going down. The mm-hmm. same thing with the wind. And electric vehicles. And electric and, vehicles. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, this is funny. When Trump talked about making America great again, I thought, well, just from the point of view of the economic boom of moving towards renewables would make America great again. Sure. And it's already here, actually. It's, it's happening, yeah. and we've missed it. So, for instance, you know, you have all the major cars, car companies developing cars that are electric or hybrids or whatever they are. You have the oil companies realizing that they're more than oil companies. They're more than fossil fuel companies. They're getting, hey, we are energy companies. Well, they have to be or they're going to become fossils themselves. Exactly. So they have enormous resources to make this change happen, to make this transition happen. You know that recently, here's a piece of good news. I have it in my in my look at this good, good news. Aww. Look at my good news I got here. Yeah. I got papers and papers of good news. But recently the uh, shareholders s- stood up to ExxonMobil and want them to determine what the costs would be of not getting involved. Yep. This mm-hmm. happened in June. Right. I, I remember Do seeing you remember something that? about yeah, so yeah. So now ExxonMobil is moving in that direction and it's interesting because our Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, yeah. was yeah. for staying in the Paris Agreement. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So he, there is hope. Maybe. Is oh, there is you. There is this. So, so that's my point. So that's my point. So, so the point was with, with Al was, must we? Yes. Can we? Absolutely. Yes. Will we? That's now the question. That's, that's the question. up to us. Mm-hmm. And we can do Jury's it. Jury's still out on that. But, but one, each one of us counts. Each yes. one of us makes a difference. We can all be possibilitarians. I am a possibilitarian. You, are you a possibilitarian? <laughs> I'm a possibilitarian. Oh, so am I. Hey, we, hey, we. Okay, Did so I, I tell you that yesterday? Uh, yes. Okay. Ah, for sure. I, I hate to break up this party, oh, but no. we've run out of time oh, for this no. particular session. But look, you kids are in the hood, I just found out. That's right. In my, in my new hood up right. in... Uh, Sussex County. Ah, beautiful Sussex County. So we know we can do this again. Absolutely. It's on the trail. It's on the trail. And we can get that. And we will do it again. I promise. And we can get that... that workshop thing go into that would be awesome and, and we yeah. get, I've been uh, emailing you thanks to the wrong email yeah because hey do you have um is it climate reality dot what, what's the uh it's people want to get information okay, about climate, climate reality project well, that's easy enough to find climate but, reality project and is it dot org I yeah if, if you just if you, Google if you, it, you'll if find you just it. put in Al Gore climate reality okay. it'll and, come up and, and Pachamama 
Pachamama Alliance. Alliance. Do the same. Just one thing I want you to know. I had to apply to go to his training, Mm -hmm. and I was accepted. Do you know how many people there were there? 800 people from 28 different countries. Yeah, it's wonderful. So please, if you're inspired by any of this, apply. Mm -hmm. Do it. Get out there. Get out and and, and, and get, get yourself to work. We can all make a difference. We'll make a difference in our own unique ways. And if the, any of that makes makes sense to you, please check check those out. Ellie, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ellie. And, and thanks, Jay, for Jay. hanging out. And, <laughs> and, 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 of course, the, the Elfie, Elfie, awesome Elfie. And we will see you guys back here. Keep Wonderful. up the good work. And keep doing it. Keep having hope and keep pushing forward. Absolutely. Uh, This is James Cromwell, and you've been fortunate enough to be listening to Fifty Shades of Green Divas, a wonderful program you should support. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fifty Shades of Green, a collaborative gig between the Green Divas and the Many Shades of Green radio shows. Happily recorded at Green Diva Studio. Be sure to look for this and other Green Diva Network podcasts and the many shades of green on iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Stitcher, among other places. You can find more information about this show and much more on thegreendivas.com. <laughs>